scene of one of the worst school shootings in US history. At least 19 children and two teachers were killed at the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde in Texas. Here's how the tragedy unfolded. This is the gunman, 18-year-old Salvador Ramos. He'd previously posted pictures of his rifles online that he reportedly bought on his 18th birthday. His first victim, his own grandmother, shot at her home on the morning of the shooting. She was airlifted to hospital. Ramos then crashed his car near the Robb Elementary School. He got out of the vehicle reportedly carrying a long rifle and a backpack. He was wearing body armor. Oh, Officers then exchanged gunfire with Ramos, but he was still able to enter the school. Some of those officers were shot, so at that point they began breaking windows around the school, trying to evacuate children, teachers, anybody they could, uh, trying to get them out of that building, out of that school. What we do know at that point, the shooter was able to make entry into a classroom, barricaded himself inside that classroom, and again, just began shooting uh, numerous children and teachers that were in that classroom, having no regard for human life, just a complete evil person. He was eventually shot dead after officers forced their way into the room. These are just some of the victims, all of them killed in one classroom for fourth graders, just nine or 10 years old. The shootings led to more calls for gun control in the US, as well as frustration from politicians over a lack of action after previous shootings. An elementary school, beautiful, innocent, second, third, fourth graders. <clears throat> and how many scores of little children who witnessed what happened see their friends die as if they're on a battlefield, for God's sake? When in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? For now, it is America's deadliest school massacre since Sandy Hook in 2012 and has left a nation in mourning. What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Robin, and I'm here with another episode. Um, I have something to say. Um, I just want to send my condolences out to those children in Texas that lost their lives and the family that lost their lives due to the mass shooting. And it's been a lot of mass shooting going on. Like, I've been noticing, like, wasn't it like three mass shootings this week as well that they didn't talk about, like, big because of the mass shooting that was in Texas at that school? And, like, this is getting ridiculous. Like, at first I was like, oh, well, maybe it's going to go down. We're going to get better because, you know, we're changing. I'm starting to feel like it's getting worse because people are really upset about certain things, which I don't understand why. Like, I don't understand why people hate us so much because we are not the same as them. Like, I've never seen a cow go to the next cow and kick it because <laughs> it's um, black and white instead of white and black. You know, like, I've never, I've never seen stuff like that happen. We're the only species that does things like that, and that is ridiculous. And it's so sad because I don't know if y'all saw, but one of the teachers that lost her life due to the shooting, her husband died due to heartbreak. Well, it was a heart attack, but if you know, then you know that was a heartbreak that he was dealing with. He, They were together since they were in high school. They had four children together, and he passed away shortly after she died because he couldn't take 
you know, like he couldn't take it. And that is so sad for them four children to have to deal with. And you don't know if they have grandkids or whatever, you know. So that is very, very hard. And I want to send my condolences out to that. Like, I couldn't imagine losing my mom and my dad. I lost my mom, so that was horrible for me. Like, horrible, you know. Like, my mom wasn't the the picture-perfect mom. My mom wasn't the, you know, the mom that every, you know, like, my mom wasn't the best mom, but it was still hard when I lost her. So I can only imagine what it's like losing a mom and a dad within seven days apart. You know, like, that is traumatic. And I just want to send her family my strength and, you know, my hope and, like, I just need to send them my peace because it took a long time for me to get peace. And it's going to be a long time for them to get peace, too, because you don't know if they lost a kid, too. You know, like, we only getting the basics. What if they lost their mom, their daughter, I mean, their mom, their father, and then one of them lost their kid, one of their kids at the same school shooting? That's traumatizing. Even if they didn't lose a kid, they still lost their mom. And I'm pretty sure some of them have children that's in elementary or middle school, that's in high school, you know, that's going to school, and they still have to send their child to school because you know you go to jail if you don't send your baby to school. Which, I don't get that. Like, with all that's happening today, you still go to jail if you do not send your child to school. And today's world, like... I don't have kids as of yet, but when I do have my baby, I do want to homeschool my children, you know, like, not necessarily just teach them everything that I know, because there's some things that I do not know, but I would love to focus on certain things more than others that the school system doesn't, and I want to teach my children to be a worker i want to teach my children how to be the entrepreneur and i don't feel like school does that so the fact that not only not only does the school not prepare you for the real world it also is a place that you might not ever see your child again and that is so horrible that parents are having to deal with that you know like being a soon-to-be mom like I could not even imagine not being able to pick my child up from school. I cannot imagine sending my child to school to have a good day, to learn, you know, to planning things for my child at the end of the school year. But, you know, like getting my baby ready for the summer, whatever it is, and then getting that call that, hey, your child was just killed at the school shooting or getting that call it's a shooting happening at your child's school or it's an active shooter at your child's school or it's the gunshot like getting that is horrible and i do not wish that upon any parent because that is a bad like horrible and the fact that this is common in united states now is it's something that we really truly need to work on. Now, I've been actually looking up and to see that 
did you guys know that we literally have more mass shootings than we had days this year? Did you guys know that? Well, we did. We had over 250 mass shootings. And we're not even on 250 day, I don't believe. Let's see. Because, baby, let me tell y'all something. Let me go. Cause I had it right here. Y'all know it's so crazy. Okay, yeah. United States had 214 mass shootings so far in 2022. So far. And we're not on two. We're not on 214 days. Like, that's the crazy part for me. Like, we're not even on that. But I just feel like that's ridiculous because it was just another mass shoot. I mean, it was just another shooting at a graduation the other day, you know? And that's starting to be freaking sad that one, you can't send your child to school. Two, you can't go to your child's graduation and feel safe. Like, my little nephew just graduated not too long ago. And when I say they had popped some balloons and everybody in the stadium got scared. Like, you know, the balloons and the fireworks and stuff like that. Y'all know what I'm talking about? At the end... They didn't pop the balloons and did all that, and everybody in the stadium jumped. And that's sad, okay? Because you can't even have a good time anymore without being afraid for your life. You know, like, you can't even tell the difference between bullets or fireworks anymore. Now, I feel as though the mass shooting, the shooting is the problem. Since we have identified the problem, it's now time for us to identify the solution. I'm trying to see the way to say this without hurting somebody's feelings. It is no reason that Majority of these mass shootings that are Caucasian, Caucasian, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that when they're them, they politely walk to a car and press charged and all of that. But when it's a different race, they're shot down. It's so many unarmed individuals that were shot down because they was the police officer claimed to be frightened for their lives. But the ones that have bullets, I mean, those big guns and bullets and all that extra stuff that you should be afraid of, they're peacefully walked to a car like you're escorting your child after he's done something horrible. And that's a problem that we need to face. So the first problem, because we all know that I ain't going to never change at the, this time, but the first problem that I feel like we do need to, I'm sorry, the first solution that I do feel like that we can start by is putting metal detectors in all schools if you put metal detector in every single school then that will minimize how many shootings happen at the school because you will hear you will hear the things going off and you will be prepared ahead of time for something like that 
it should also be more police officers at a school at every school for their protection because you have to remember majority of schools have two to three police officers per, per school now if you're talking about an elementary elementary is typically through pre-k through fifth grade which is six seven seven grades of students so if each grade has 200 students that's 1400 students at that location Three police officers won't do anything for 1,400 students. That doesn't even make sense. The math is not mathing, okay? You need to put an appropriate number of police officers in each school. Not only that, you also need to... I if um, I went to a school called Hunters Glen, and um, if you walk in Hunters Glen, it's like glass and type of glass and type of bulletproof glass, like literally. Like you have to walk through the... First, you have to get buzzed in if it's during the school hours. If you are, if they don't expect you and all that, they talk to you through the door. Like, hey, how can we assist you? What's going on? You have to be buzzed in. After you be buzzed in, you have to go to the office. The office is behind a gate. Is I mean, behind um, a glass as well. You are on one side of the glass, and the office is on one side of the glass. Before you can pass anything in that school, you have to be buzzed in again. So that's two separate buzz-ins. That's buzz-in when you first get into the building and then buzz-in when you're trying to get into the actual school. That can prevent a lot of things right there because if I have to buzz you in, you are not getting in my school. And on top of that, you are stuck into that little small area that I just buzzed you into. You know what I'm saying? You're stuck right there. So even if you start shooting... This is bulletproof glass. Even if you start shooting, this is bulletproof glass glass, and we don't have to worry about you harming any of my children or any of my staff members here. And you're stuck here until the police officer gets here. Now, I will also take my children to the other side of the school, you know, to prevent all that from happening for my children being traumatized from that you know because that is a traumatizing seeing somebody shoot themselves or whatever whatever happens while they're in that they're stuck in that glass not only should the front door be glass like that all entrance should be glass like that too you should not be able to enter the building from any door you should only be able to enter the building from the front door and then the other doors are only are locked from the outside. So, meaning you have to unlock the door from the inside to even get in and out. So, you only can get out. You can't get in. Now, on top of the children being dead, the teachers being dead, it's slowly coming out that the t- the cops did not do what they were supposed to do it's slowly coming out that the on-duty cops that arrived there it took them an hour and 30 minutes for them to even act with them children in that classroom so which means that gunman had the opportunity to not kill anybody or kill very minimum people but the fact that they chose to take their precious time to rescue those children that he started killing them off slowly. It's a video of a, one of the students saying what he experienced in that classroom as they were dying. Well, as the other kids were dying. 
You know, and the fact that he's going to have to go the rest of his life remembering I was in class and a man walked in my class and was killing my classmate. You know, like, that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous that the little boy and little girls have to go through that for the rest of their, their lives. Ridiculous. Also ridiculous that the the little... The dude was only 18 years old. He just turned 18 on the 10th, okay? He turned 18 on the 10th. He got his gun two days later. Not only did he buy one gun, he went back the next day and bought another gun. Wouldn't somebody at the store or academy or anything ask him, like, what are you doing? Why do you need all these guns? Why do you need these particular guns? You just came here yesterday. You just came here yesterday. And brought an AR-15 style weapon. Why are you buying another one today? What you need it for? That doesn't make sense. Why are you buying all these bullets? Like, I ask questions like this. Why are you doing that? What is the purpose? Okay, explain to me what you need these guns for. Because in the real world, baby, we don't need no AR-15. What do you need an AR-15 for? What do you need a, a AK? Like, what do you need all these rifles for? Like, in the real world, what do you need them for? You don't. A pistol will do you just fine. Because what the hell are you... Like, a pistol will do you just fine. If they minimize how many people are have access to these AR-15s, the, these big, humongous guns, wouldn't you think that these mass shootings wouldn't happen? Because you can't... You're talking about gun laws and people getting upset about these gun laws, but what they're not understanding is the gun law will protect a lot of people because if you are not allowed to buy an AR-15 and you're caught with one, you go to jail. That's a couple of AR-15s that's off the, the streets, and on top of that, that will prevent some people from buying the AR-15 and committing these, say, crimes. Not only that, they will be stuck to buying a pistol or handgun. With them pistol, them handguns, they do come with 30-round clips, 100-round clips, blase, blase. But if you also minimize how many clips that you have or how many, you know, how big is your clip, how big is, how big it is, you will also minimize how, like, I just feel like some, some gun laws are needed. I feel like some, some need to be there. Like, y'all, y'all don't want me being the president, okay? Because... What? Y'all probably do need somebody like me as a president because I get some shit right on together. I get some shit right on together. Okay? Wouldn't no like laws be on guns? You it would be a federal crime to kill anyone because they have a different race as you. When I say federal crime, I mean the minimum time is 25 years. You kill, you kill Daquan, you get 25 years. I don't give a fuck what Daquan did. Oh, he told you he ain't like you and he black, you getting 25 years. Those police officers, because it was three police officers recently, was fired from their job because a routine audit on their cameras caught them talking about how they wanted to exterminate the the black community and how um they arresting a woman and how she should have been shot dead with a bullet in her head right now 
that that federal crime 20 years minimum because it's a federal crime to attack or brutalize an Asian but it's not a federal crime to attack a black or attack a Mexican and that's you guys I want you guys to hear something um, when he went in the classroom he said you're all gonna die and he just started shooting people he shot my teacher and then he shot the kids and then I guess, like, I think he was aiming at me, like, the thing, and then he, like, I guess, like, one of the chairs were there, so it blocked it, and, like, pe like pieces in my leg, and yeah. then, like, a phone started ringing in one of the desks, so um, a girl went to go turn it, like, turn it off, and then we heard shooting, and then the cops, like, caught the shooting, so they went at the classroom, and they got him. Um, this is from one of the 10 year old girls that was in the classroom with the the gunman and she is telling the details of what she experienced she was telling um, <clears throat> she was saying how scared she was I'm going to read it as, as her so don't be like robbing and saying all this I'm reading it as she's saying this is what she said I was scared to be like what was my last words going to be her name is Chloe Torres. Chloe said, as her teacher tried to close the door, the gunman grabbed it and forced her way, forced his way in. Chloe and her classmates were coming in from recess, and they were watching a movie. One of Chloe's classmates got up to turn the TV off because the teacher mentioned that they were going on a quick lockdown. As the teacher grabbed the keys to lock the door, they started hearing gunshots. When a teacher tried to close the door, the gunman grabbed it and forced his way in. She said she started guarding us, and my friend Amy started trying to call the police with her friend's phone. When she did that, he started saying, you're, you're going to die. Chloe said her teacher was pleading with the shooter as she guarded her and her classmates, but the pleas were not enough to stop the gunman. He shot my friend and my teachers, and then after that, he said goodnight and started shooting everybody. Chloe said he walked around the room shooting everyone in sight, and then he came to her. He shot the girl next to me, and she said, I've been shot, and I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want him to come over and shoot me, so I stayed quiet. He came back and shot her again because she wouldn't be quiet. She said the gunman then went to the connected room next door and continued shooting. When she heard him come back in the hallway... She ran in to see who was alive. It's hard because there was bodies everywhere. Chloe said she called 911 several times but was told over and over that the police was already on campus. By the time they came in the classroom an hour later, two teachers, Garcia and Miss Garcia and Miss Eva and 19 other classmates were dead. Other students said both teachers had tried to protect them. Chloe's father said that he's been getting the worst, the wrong information at the time and did not know an active shooter was on campus. I heard it from a coworker of mine telling me that it was a high-speed chase and that that's common around here. So I didn't think anything of it. If I had known there was an active shooter on her campus, I would have left work immediately. He also said that the investigators played out. He forced, he focused on Chloe's healing from this traumatic thing. 
is going to be a long road that will never go away from her. This will never go away from her. Chloe attended the funeral of her teacher, Ms. Garcia, and she said she's also planning to attend most of her classmate services as well. The mother of Chloe also said the way everything was handled was so poor, I have to be able to trust that she will be safe. I want to take, I had to take that silent for a second because I have to get my, my, my thoughts right after reading it. I read, um, another, another, another child's take on that as well. And it was very much similar to what that baby girl said. And. I don't even know what to say because. I don't even know what to say because it's the fact that this little 10 year old little girl have to go through the rest of her life being, let's be honest, she's probably going to have PTSD from this experience because her friend was killed in an active shooting. The fact that she can tell you like, I, I had to not say anything because I was afraid and my friend was killed two of my friends was killed like you know like I I saw them I also went in the next classroom to see if anybody was alive there like a 10 year old is saying this do you know how much therapy this 10 year old is going to have to do do you know how much healing this 10 year old is going to have to do do you know the rest of her school year is going to be traumatizing for her? Do you know every time she's in school is going to be a big sound that's going to throw her off? The people, every time a, a book drops too hard, she's going to have a panic attack because of what she experienced at that school. That's going to ruin her life for the rest of her life. Like, that's going to really fuck her up. And that's messed up. Like, that is so messed up that our children are having to deal with this. Like, that is so messed up. Especially when it comes up to... She said that she's called... They called the, the police officer multiple times. And how the police kept saying, oh, they're already on the campus. They're already on the campus. Now, why the hell? If they're already on campus, why do I keep having to call y'all? Just like that other shooting in Buffalo, that lady said she called the police several times and the lady started yelling at her and saying that she needs to stop whispering. Like, how the hell I'm going to stop whispering? Be like, hey, 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 I need the police. There's a shooter in here. Like, what? She had to text her boyfriend and tell her boyfriend to call the police because she couldn't get a hold of them. As so many people, so many people in her store was getting shot. What type of shit is that? I work at Walmart. Do you know that's the scariest shit ever? That we have to watch an active shooting video once a week? And then they keep putting me by the goddamn door? Do you know that shit is scary? And that shit is sad that you... That people are afraid to go to work. People are afraid to live their lives because I'm going to be shot at any given time. Like, I've been shot before, personally. So I know what it feels like to have a bullet in you. I still have a bullet in me. And that is messed up for children to have to go through that. For grandmas to be afraid sitting in the car 
at a grocery store and afraid to go in because a white little boy just went in real quick. And I don't know what's about to happen. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. But I cuss y'all out all day long. And I don't want to. I don't want to cuss y'all out no more. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to cuss y'all out. But that is ridiculous. Seriously. Like, we really need to do something. We really need to find out what would be the best solution. I didn't gave, gave y'all a couple of solutions. Like, one, having more police officers at a school. Two, having metal detectors at each entrance of a school. Three, having glass, bulletproof glass at the entrance of the school. I didn't gave you three. Did y'all see that commercial that Sandy Hooks created? Because you remember that? She, they were shot up the, a couple of years back. I'm going to play the commercial right here. And I'm going to leave the podcast at that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it just like that because it's ridiculous. I want people to be uncomfortable with this conversation so we can have a. Careful binders help me stay organized. These headphones are just what I need for studying. These new sneakers are just what I need for the new year. This jacket is a real must have. My parents got me the skateboard I wanted. It's pretty cool. These scissors really come in handy in art class. These colored pencils, too. These new socks, they can be a real lifesaver. I finally got my own phone to stay in touch with my mom. I really appreciate you guys for keep keep coming back. Like keep keep coming back, and I really appreciate it. Um, my downs, my ups and my downs. You guys are still here, and like it means a lot. Again, my condolences goes out to the families of all of these shootings that has been happening the past few months, the past few years. Like my my soul goes out to you guys. My heart goes out to you guys. I wish the best of luck for you all, you guys. I wish peace and blessing and happiness because it's going to be a lot of healing processes that needs to happen. It was a pleasure. You can always contact me at Lemons for Your Tea Podcast on Instagram, Facebook. You can Google me. Y'all, 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 y'all can Google me. Did you know that? Y'all can Google me. But nah, for real though, like, seriously. I love you guys. I love you guys. Be safe. See you next week. I'm out. For the first time in the U.S., when it comes to guns, it is now more dangerous to be a student than a police officer.
As of today, 24 kids have been killed in school shootings, while there have been around 20 firearm-related fatalities for officers. In the first five months of this year, there have already been 213 mass shootings. 27 of them happened at schools. Last year, there were 34. We're on track to blow past that number. And what's most crazy? The Texas shooter purchased his weapon on his 18th birthday when it was legal. Our laws are broken. Everyone can see that they're broken. You want some fixes? Raise the age of gun sales to 21. Pass the Universal Background Checks Act. Close the Charleston loophole, which allows a gun seller to automatically go through in three days without a background check. Pass a federal red flag law. Hell, at a bare minimum, regulate guns like cars. Every gun gets a title. You pass a written test, practical test, get liability insurance, inspections, renewals. That's all acceptable for cars, but not guns. Cars didn't cause the slaughter of elementary school kids this past week. It is time to take action. And if the people in charge won't, then vote and take their power away. For the first time in